Welcome to podcast number 204 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. We are continuing our series on abundant living and being an overcomer. Today's topic title is, What is an Overcomer? We hear a lot about it, but today we're going to get into it and to see what the Word of God has to say about it and see if we can help other people understand what it is to become an overcomer in their walk with God in their daily life. But let's pray before we get started. Heavenly Father, once again, I thank you for this opportunity we have to get into your Word and see what it means to live an overabundant and overcoming life. I believe it's going to be an exciting teaching today, and I pray that you would bless it. And I invite the Holy Spirit now to come in and take control, take charge. I submit to you. I ask you now that the Holy Spirit would quicken my thoughts and help me to speak in the areas that you have me speak and hold off on those areas for maybe another time. We thank you once again for this opportunity we have, and I pray blessings would go across this world, Father, as this podcast literally is blasted out to countries all over this world. I pray those who hear it will receive the message of abundant living and know what it is to become an overcomer in their relationship with Jesus Christ. For I ask these things now in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Let me ask you this question. What do you think that an overcomer is? What do you think it means to live an abundant life? Well, let's see what the Lord's given me this week as we get into this podcast. As most of you already know, there are numerous scriptures in God's Word about becoming an overcomer and how to live that life. In this podcast, we will look at several specific passages. But before we do that, let me give you a couple of overcoming evaluations, how I see it. You see, when some hear the word overcomer, they may think of overcoming a divorce or a wayward child or addiction to drugs or a diagnosis of cancer. Now, these are all trials that we must overcome. They're serious trials. Matter of fact, life-threatening trials in many cases. But living an overcoming life applies to many less difficult challenges. Here are a few areas that we must overcome in order to be able to overcome the big trials in life. You know, if we can't deal with the small things, if we can't deal with the disappointments in life or the frustrations in life or the little sickness that we go through or the trial, the challenge, the flat tire on a car or something, those are all small trials. If we can't deal with those, we're not going to be able to live an overcoming life. I believe many times we have small trials that happen to be tested to see if we're ready to deal with some of the greater things that may be facing us in our life. So here are a few areas I think that we need to look at when we're talking about issues that we need strength with to overcome. So let me give you one here. The first one that I want to talk about is to live how the Apostle Paul tells us to live. You see, we can live an overcoming life if we learn how to live an overcoming life. So Paul taught that. He taught it in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Here's what he said. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Now look at that. Let's just real quickly go back and look at what he just said. Don't worry about anything. If we can do that, we can learn how to overcome in life. Just simply, just those words, those four words, don't worry about anything. Then it says, instead, pray about everything. So there's another four words that is crucial to understand and how we're capable of living that overcoming life. Pray about it, it says. Tell God what you need and then thank him for all that he's done. We can live an overcoming life if we realize that God has already done so much for us and that'll help us to deal with the things that we're facing each and every new day. I know that we have all read or heard the words that Paul wrote about in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6, but do we realize that they are one of the great keys 
to living an overcoming life. To overcome is something that God expects us to do. He wants us to do. He desires for us to do. Think about that for a moment. Paul said, don't worry. I'm telling you, when I, as a pastor, would preach many times, I would tell the congregation, I'm going to preach a message on not worrying or not to be anxious. And if we can just get that down, it'll be one of the most successful sermons that I've ever given. Because that's so true. We so easily worry about things. We allow worry and anxiety to go into our heart and into our mind. That's why the Word of God tells us that we shouldn't worry about things. Because if we don't worry and we turn over to God and we pray about it, then He'll guard our hearts and guard our minds in Christ Jesus. So we need our hearts and our minds guarded in order to live an overcoming life. Now I want to move on to Psalm chapter 46 and verse 10. Here the psalmist wrote these words. Listen to this, just simple words. Be still and know that I am God. In order to live an overcoming life, we need to do that. We need to be still. That means we need to be quiet. Quit talking so much. Quit thinking so much. Keep worrying about things so much. Quit trying to find ways to solve problems. Just simply be still and know that he's God. What that means is God is God. That means he's able to do anything and he's able to do it better than what we can imagine or think. God has the ability to do everything and deal with every single area of our life. Now in Psalm chapter 46, I thought I was just going to read that one little verse, verse 10, but then I was reading it just a moment ago. I looked at that chapter and I thought, Lord, there's an awful lot here for us to learn when it comes to living an overcoming life. So let me read a couple of more verses in Psalm chapter 46. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. Let me just read starting verse 1. God is our refuge and strength. Okay, right there we see that God's going to help us deal with issues that will rob us of an overcoming life. It says, always ready to help in times of trouble. He's always there. We can, we've got to learn to go to Him first when we have a problem or a trial. Verse 2. So we will not fear when earthquakes come and the mountains crumble to the sea. What that simply means is when the trials hit, when the challenges hit, we don't have to worry about them or have fear about them because God is always going to be there to help us through those problems. Verse 3, let the oceans roar and foam, let the mountains tremble as the waters surge. It's just, I, just let it happen. That's what it's saying. When we're living life, things are going to happen all around us. They're going to happen to us, around us, and to other people that we love. We've got to learn how to deal with that to become an overcomer. Verse 4, a river brings joy to the city, our God, the sacred home of the Most High. God dwells in that city. It cannot be destroyed. From the very break of day, God will protect it. That's us. Verse 6, the nations are in chaos and their kingdoms crumble. God's voice thunders though, and it says, and the earth melts, means God can take care of it all. Jump down to verse number well, 9. Come see the glorious works of the Lord. See how he brings destruction upon the world. Destruction basically to defeat the evil things in the world. He causes wars to end throughout the earth. He breaks the bow and snaps the spear. He burns the shields with fire. That means he can destroy all the battles that are taking place if people will just come to him. Verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. Listen to this. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. God's basically making his statement, don't worry about the problems because eventually the Bible says every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So here in the book of Psalms it says God will be honored in every nation and throughout the world. And in verse 11, the Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. You see, God is our fortress. He's our guard. He's our strength. He's our source of joy and happiness and peace and overcoming and abundant living. 
All of those things come from God. So let's learn how to accept that, believe that, and live in that, and claim these promises in God's word for us so that we can be an overcomer. Here's another scripture, a few verses here, where we're going to see how the scriptures tell us that we can live that overcoming life. It's found in Matthew chapter 6, verse 31. I'm going to read a few verses here. The important thing about this is these words are written by Jesus. Now, he was talking in here about money and possessions in that chapter, but as we get down to 31, 32, and 33, you'll see how God can help us to live that overcoming life, whether it be in finances, whether it be in health, whether it be in relationships, whether it be in our marriage or in raising our kids or our career or job, whatever it might be, God is our help. Verse 31 in Matthew chapter 6. So don't worry about these things, saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? Verse 32, these things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Then he says here, some of the greatest words ever written. Jesus spoke these words, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. Boy, there's some great advice, isn't there? Wonder how to live an abundant life and how to live an overcoming life and just simply seek the kingdom of God above everything else. It put it above every thought that we have. Live a godly life. It says live a righteous life and then God will give you everything that you need. So God is in charge of overcoming. He's in charge of abundance and he will distribute that to his followers if they seek him first and put him first in every area of their life. Now let's do a really quick, quick review of what I've already covered because I want to go into some more scriptures here. In Philippians 4, 6, it says not to worry or to be anxious, right? We've got that down. Two, Psalm 46, be still and know that God is God. That means he's in charge. He's running the show. He is our source of joy, happiness, abundance, and overcoming. And then it said in Matthew 6, 31, 32, 30, and 33, put God first once again. Seek him first and then all this stuff be added unto us. Those are three great steps to living an overcoming life. All right, now let's look at how we can get a better understanding of what is an overcomer, okay? Now before I give you what it is, Let's look at what an overcomer is not. An overcomer is not dealing with luck. When a person says, oh, you were lucky, or that was you had a lucky day, or you're a lucky person, I'm telling you, that has nothing to do with overcoming. Overcoming is not coincidence. Some people say, well, isn't that a coincidence that you ran into that person, or that you got that job opportunity, or that the, the postman delivered your letter in the mail the day that you needed it? Aren't those coincidences, and aren't you just lucky? We do not want to give coincidence or lucky any credit in our life. We are children of God. God is our source, not the mailman. God is our source, not some lucky thing that takes place. Being an overcomer, by the way, is not getting the breaks in life, or you had it made easy, or everything is given to you, or you don't have to work for things. It just seems like everywhere you go that that luck shines on your life. Well, let's just dismiss that right now. Being an overcomer has nothing to do with luck, coincidence, or getting breaks in life. If we go around thinking that luck and coincidence and breaks in life are our source for living an overcoming life, all the devil has to do is keep that from you and then you'll get upset with God or you'll turn your back on God because you don't think he's blessing you. Our source has to be God. We know that he is our source. What did I say in Psalm 46? He's a very present help in times of trouble. God is is there to guide us and protect us and be with us. So let's get that talk about luck out. I know we know a lot of Christians who talk about luck. And you know, if I go out of coffee with them, I try to be nice. I don't I don't want to get in their face or anything. But if they say, you know, we were really lucky 
I'll say, no, not lucky. You were blessed. And they'll say, oh, okay. All right. Well, that's good. And they'll talk a little bit more and then they'll say, well, we were so lucky the other day because, and I'll say, no, 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 you weren't lucky. You were blessed. And it takes a while sometimes to get people to stop talking about luck and coincidences and breaks in life and give God credit that he's blessing us. So I want you to do that. I want you to catch yourself now. When you find yourself saying the word lucky, stop and replace it with blessed and believe that God is your blessing. He's the one that brings blessing into your life. Luck, coincidence, and breaks have nothing to do with the children of God. Now, overcoming is living with joy regardless of our circumstances. I told you what overcoming is not, so now I want to tell you what overcoming is. It's living with joy and happiness in our life regardless of our circumstances. I can remember when the doctor told me that I he had discovered cancer in my right kidney. I looked at him and I said, well, you know, I've had a lot of problems with kidney stones in my life. And he said, yeah, I know you have. And I said, well, you know, the good thing about you removing my kidney is, is that I'll have 50% less chance of having kidney stones because I'll only have one kidney left. And he laughed and he looked at me and he said, wow, you must be at peace about this. I said, yeah, well, I don't particularly want to lose my right kidney. And I don't particularly like the idea you've diagnosed me with cancer. But I have to stop and look at the situation and say, you know what? God's blessing me through this. Somehow, one way or another, I'm going to be a blessing to someone else because of what's taking place in my life. Once again, I wasn't happy the kidney was going out. I wasn't thankful for it. But I was thankful that because of that, I would have an opportunity to speak joy and happiness and peace into other people's lives. And I could show them that overcoming is living with joy regardless of our circumstances. Now, I understand that many of you may be going through some very difficult circumstances, trials, or challenges in your life. And I'm not making light of the fact that when you're going through these things, oh, just don't worry about it. Just just ignore it and it'll go away. No, I'm not making light of it at all because those trials and those challenges are difficult. But Jesus talks about trials and he gives us instructions about how to deal with those trials. And I found a wonderful scripture in the book of John chapter 16 verse 33. Listen to what Jesus has to say about trials and how to deal with these things. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. Once again, John 16 verse 33, New Living Translation. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. See, we have our peace in Christ. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows. He's acknowledging that, but take heart because I have overcome the world. I can't think of a better scripture to describe what I'm talking about right now than that particular scripture. We're talking about how we can become an overcomer. And the scripture tells us that we can be overcomers because Jesus overcame the world. He overcame death on the cross to be resurrected. He overcame the world to sit at the right hand of of the Father. He overcame the world by leading people to a relationship with him. He overcame the world by healing people's bodies, raising people from the dead. All these things he did because he is the overcomer, the ultimate overcomer if you will. Another great overcomer in the Word of God is the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul went through a whole lot of stuff. He went through all kinds of challenges and problems and trials and difficulties, but he learned, he said, through all those challenges and all the trials that he had and all the difficulties that he faced that he pressed on for the goal of the upward reward of of being with Christ Jesus. You know, Paul understood trials. My goodness, he oversaw that. But he lived an amazing overcoming life. While he was in prison, he wrote the epistles. 
else. I mean, here he is in prison, behind bars, being treated like an animal, even worse. And yet, what did he do? He gave us scriptures that brought hope into our life. Once again, I'm going to read that scripture again in John 16, 33, because it's important we hear every word of it. I have told you all this. Jesus is talking to his disciples. and He's telling them, look, you need to understand, I'm here to give you help and strength. He said, I told you all this information so that you may have peace in me. So our peace comes in Jesus Christ and our relationship with him. Here on earth, and that applies to us today, here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows. And I believe that we've got to understand that that's going to happen. You might wonder, why is, there's an old saying, why is everybody always picking on me? Well, that's an old song when I was growing up that I heard. But in reality, sometimes it feels that way. I remember one time I had had a terrible day on a Saturday. I'd had a flat tire in my car. My car nearly ran out of gas and it was sputtering and I had to get to the gas station, get that taken care of. I got to the church and, I, and it was the door was locked and something had happened to the lock and I couldn't get my key to open it up. So I had to call for someone to come and help get me into the sanctuary. And it was just a terrible day. It was just one thing after another. And yet it was just simply trials and things that happen in life. Not one of them were life-threatening. Not one of them was something that I was going to let ruin my day because I believe those trials came so that I would be robbed from putting a sermon together that I would deliver to the church congregation on the very next day on Sunday. I faced all the trials and all the garbage that took place that Saturday. I know it was designed. The devil, I believe, wanted me to be miserable and unhappy and not to be able to come up with a message that was positive. So after going through all the trials, the Lord impressed on me to talk about what it was like to be an overcomer and to be blessed and to live the abundant life. And I told the church the examples of all the things that I went through. And there was far more things that happened that day than I just mentioned previously. But it was a series of ridiculous things that took place, just one thing after another that day. And I know it was all designed to beat me up and make me lose the joy of the Lord. But it didn't work. And I just rejoiced in the Lord and gave a message to a congregation. And that day, I many people gave their life to Jesus Christ. So I thank God for that because Jesus has overcome the world. Therefore, we can be overcomers in Christ Jesus. Okay, let's move on. Overcoming is living life with trust in God. It's never questioning if God hears our prayers or that he loves us or cares for us. It's being at peace. It's knowing our purpose in life. An overcomer is a person who know that, knows that God has a plan for them, that God has a purpose for them and a plan in their life. Let me read you a scripture I think that's so powerful when it comes to this. It's found in Ephesians chapter 3 and verse number 20. The Apostle Paul is writing this, by the way, he's writing this when he's what? In jail, in prison and he's writing all these words of encouragement. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20 in the New Living Translation. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Verse 21, glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. Well, look at what Paul wrote. It says, now glory to God. I mean, I'm sitting in jail and I'm in prison and I've got some difficult circumstances here. He says, but God is able through his mighty power that's working in us and that's happening in you. You got to receive this for yourself. Say, Father, I claim this scripture for me. You might want to put your name in there and say, when you read verse 20. Let's say your name's Larry. Lord, Larry, that's me, Lord. (laughs) Now all glory to God. I give that to you because, Lord, you are able through mighty the mighty power that working in us to accomplish things in my life, Lord. And I believe that and I receive that now. Apply it to yourself. Bring it into your heart and into your mind and receive that. And then you say, God, you've given me the ability in my own heart and in my mind to accomplish, accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think because of the power that's in us, because of the relationship I have with you. 
I can do great things. And I receive that in Jesus' name. Claim that for yourself. Put your name in there. Let that scripture apply to you and see how it brings forth an overcoming spirit and an overcoming heart in you. And you'll be able to deal with anything that life has to throw at you. I hope you're getting something out of this. I just, I really believe right now I need to stop for a second and just ask people to think about what I've been giving you. And it's not hype. It's not a bunch of stuff that just kind of work you up so that you could then send an offering into me or something and bless me. No, I don't charge a penny for any of this. I just simply want you to know that you can live that overcoming life that God provided for you. And there's scripture after scripture after scripture that helps us to learn how to trust in God, how to not question God, how to be at peace with God, how to know what our purpose is, knows God's plan for our life, and know that God hears our prayers. And he's always there to help us do one thing, and that is to have a great, have the perfect relationship with him, that relationship that we can have only through him, and it'll be perfected as we walk with Christ in our life. And one day it'll be perfected when we are in heaven with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And he's brought us through all these trials. And while we're going through it, we can still live that overcoming life. I just felt kind of a check in my spirit about going back to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 6. And the brief, real quickly, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He's done. Because verse 7, I probably was negligent not reading that at that time, but I believe the Holy Spirit's corrected me and told me to read this before I close out this podcast today. Verse 7 says this, Then, see, after you've done these things, not worried, and you've prayed, and you've bragged on God, and you thanked Him for who He is, verse 7, Then, then you will experience God's peace, which is, by the way, is overcoming life, which exceeds anything we can understand, which, by the way, is also living an overcoming life. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. That's the package deal. That's what God brings us, and he wants us to live that abundant, overcoming life. Just one more scripture, and I'm going to close with this passage of scripture that I think is so just perfect for this particular podcast. It's found in Romans chapter 5 and verse number 1, I think 1 through 6. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation, and it's entitled, Faith Brings Joy. And you see, when we have faith, we'll have joy, and when we have those together, we have an overcoming life. So let's read what Paul wrote to the Roman church in verse chapter 5, verse number 1. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God. That's the beginning of our overcoming life. That's when we become a follower of Jesus Christ. When we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, that's when the abundant living first can enter into our life. You cannot live an abundant, overcoming life if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You might have money, you might have cars, you might have boats, you might have all this stuff, but if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you cannot live an overcoming life. And let me just take a second here. If you don't know him, if you're listening to this podcast and you've never given your life to Christ, all you need to do is say, Father, I'm sorry for the sins of my life. I repent of my sins. I ask you to forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, and I promise to serve him all the days of my life in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, then Jesus came into your life. If you meant it with all your heart, and when you do that, it opens up the windows of heaven that abundant living and overcoming living is now yours for the taking. Let's read on now here in Romans chapter 5, verse 1 here. It says, We have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought brought us into this place of undeserved privilege. That's 
Overcoming Life, where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials. Listen to that. For we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character. And character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment. For we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. Verse 6, when we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. You see, Paul's writing here and giving people instruction to let them understand that they can have a relationship with Christ when they invite him into their life and when they then believe as they go through life, the trials that they face and the circumstances that they face will just be things that they can handle and deal with because of the blessings that God has placed in their life. They have undeserved privilege, it says. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege. We didn't earn it. We didn't work for our salvation, but because we've committed our life to Christ, then we now have the privilege of being blessed by the Lord no matter what we go through, no matter might be in verse 3 remember it says we can rejoice too what he's saying is no matter what you're going through when we run into problems and trials for we know that they help us develop endurance as we go through these challenges we'll get stronger in the lord as we go through the trials of life we'll get stronger in the lord as we confess our faith to others we'll get stronger in our walk with god and that way when the trials happen and the challenges happen in our life we will still live an overcoming life so i'm going to close with prayer i'm going to pray for you and i believe that god has something very very special lined up for you from listening to this message, I believe you're going to be, you're obviously going to face trials. We all do and little challenges. They might be little, they might be big, but you'll have the endurance through your faith in Christ to live that abundant overcoming life. Father, thank you for the opportunity I've had to bring this podcast to those who are listening in today. And I pray, Lord, that they would take these scriptures to heart, Lord, and understand that you have a plan for their life and that we've all got to trust you, Lord, and that we, when we trust you, Lord, and we don't question you, Lord, that you will give us peace and you'll let us know what our purpose is and you'll let us know what God's plan, what your plan for our life is, Father, and that we can have joy, Lord, even when we're going through trials because you promised us to live an overcoming life. I pray now that you would bless each and every one who've listened in, Lord, and that they'll receive just a special touch of comfort from you. I pray that the Holy Spirit would fall upon them right now, come down upon them and bless their hearts and their mind in Christ Jesus. I pray that they would receive the peace of God that passes all understanding in their hearts, Lord. Pray, Lord, that they'll be anxious for nothing, Father, that they'll learn to walk in the love and the joy of the Lord. I believe many people are being set free right now as they listen to this podcast when they've been challenged with not understanding why they have trials and why they have struggles in their life and they don't seem to understand how they can overcome. But because you've worked through this message, you've anointed it, you've brought your scriptures into it, and you now are speaking into the hearts and minds of those who are listening in right now, and they will receive the joy of the Lord and it will become their strength. It's not luck. It's not coincidence. It's not circumstances. It's not the breaks of life. It's the blessings of God that brings an overcoming life into your followers. And I claim that for them right now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I hope this has been a blessing to you. I hope it's been helpful in your life. In, you know, in this series on abundant living and overcoming, we've covered some various things, various topics, but we're not through yet. There's still a couple things I want to talk about. We're not finished. There's more to come. If you'd like to know more about Quality Christian Living, that's the name of my podcast that we've been on now for two years, and we just completed our 204th podcast. You can get additional information if you'd like to go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you get there, you'll see on the 
front page a link to all the podcasts that we've done the last two years, and they've carried a lot of different topics, and I believe that can be a blessing for you and your family and your friends. In addition to that, when you pull that webpage, you'll see a reference to a number of books that I've written. One has to do with how to get out of debt. Another has to do with what generosity is all about. Another one has to do with faith. One's entitled, Receive Everything from What We Call Nothing. It's based upon Paul's teaching of calling forth those things that are not as though that they are. When some people see death and no hope, God sees life in a future. And so that message on faith could be could bless you. And also there's a couple of books to help veterans in the challenges that they face each and every day. Now we're going to continue our series on abundant living. As a matter of fact, the title of my next podcast is just simply, What is Abundant Living? I believe these are going to probably be the last two that I'll do in this series on abundant living and overcoming. That's why I entitled today's message, What is an Overcomer? And next week's podcast is entitled, What is Abundant Living? So I hope that you'll maybe invite your friends or family or relatives in to listen to the podcast coming up because this short series, about 10 podcasts, cover the topics dealing with overcoming lives and living abundantly. I hope that you will be encouraged by it and blessed by it and that you will also claim the promises of God and live that abundant life. With that, I'd like to also invite you to subscribe to my podcast. You can do that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We have had a lot of fun and exciting times in this podcast series on abundant living. I'm kind of sorry to, to see it come to an end next in my next podcast, but there's something the Lord has placed on my heart that has really been burning in my mind for about two years now, and that is to do a series of podcasts dealing with how Christians can deal in business. You know, there's been a lot said, there's been a lot taught about it, but I was a Christian businessman for 20 years. Prior to that, I was a Christian banker for 15 years. And then I was a pastor of a church. By the way, I was a Christian there too. And I was pastoring a church for nearly 20 years. And all those years of pastoring and business and banking have given me a lot of experiences in business and especially in in how should Christians deal with the area of businesses. So I'm going to be bringing a brand new series of podcasts dealing with Christians in business. I might call it Christians in business or Christians and business. I'm not sure, but I'm praying about it. But next week, we'll be staying and continuing and wrapping up this series on abundant living. So I hope that you'll tune in for that. Put the word out there for people who are maybe want to get some direction and guidance on how Christians should handle business issues. That's coming up. That that series is coming up. And I'm really quite excited about it because I have a pretty long, extensive background in finance and business. And we owned our own real estate development company for nearly 20 years. So I know that God's going to use it. I believe that people will be blessed by it. This would be a good thing to invite non-believers to listen in on because I'll be talking about some very basic things in dealing how to have a successful business and how to approach the challenges in business and how to deal with them. So I'm looking forward to it and I pray that God will bless that. So I'm going to close this podcast with these words. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So until next time, may God richly bless you. May you walk in an abundant life and be an overcomer until Jesus comes. Thank you for listening in today.